Happy Wednesday, Unwoke Nation. I want to welcome you to episode five of the Unwoke Show, where free speech is welcome, all subjects are on the table, and your boys get raw and uncut every week for your enjoyment, baby. I'm your co-host, Rich, along with my buddy over here, Tim. Big Tim, how you doing, man? Good. Good evening, buddy. Awesome, awesome. Hey, guys, we want to thank you for listening to the show. We see more people are listening out there. We definitely appreciate it. If you guys uh, like what you hear, and I'll definitely make sure to subscribe to our station or let people know more about us and all. You can actually go see us on Twitter for uh, Unwoke the Show. And also, we'd love to hear your feedback. We're at feedback at unwokedeshow.com. That's feedback at unwokedeshow.com. We'd love to hear from you guys and all. Maybe sometime we actually might have some of you guys on the show, we'd love to be able to hear your opinion. Things you like about it that we said, great. Things you don't like, doesn't matter. We'd love to have you on the show. This is a show for everybody and also we're not going left, right, or anything. We keep right there in the center. We just love to hear from you guys. So we may go wrong, but that's that's okay. That's all right. That's all right. Just two two boys were so just getting together, sharing some uh, some thoughts about some social stuff and going on from there. So all right, guys. But th- again, thanks again for being a part of the show. So uh we just got done. We were talking a little bit uh, prior to the show coming up. We're here on ex- episode five um, about uh, just kind of the new things that we've been hearing. A lot of stuff that's been going on uh, this last couple weeks and everything. So, and uh, obviously, many of you guys have been hearing about it on the news and on Twitter, and social media, and stuff like that. Is this whole thing going in regards to the transgender situation going on? Um, I know Tim has been doing a little bit of research and all. He's definitely our research guy here on the show so you know he finds some really good stuff and also you guys are always being informed and ed- educated <laughs> so with all this so uh so yeah we're just gonna we're gonna be getting into that subject about you know this whole thing dealing with transgender things dealing with sports just in general and also and again guys we'd love to hear from you as well so so tim what's your thoughts on this and getting into the topic so it's kind of funny you bring this up because i hadn't paid attention to this heard about this until you mentioned it and you know, it's kind of eye-opening. It's kind of sad at the same time, mm-hmm. in my opinion, on some of this. Um, just, you know, when we, when we were talking off-air before we got on here, um, you know, when we were growing up as kids, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, girl, boy, right? There was nothing. You didn't have this notion or this thought or this idea of, trans you know and it I, I was like okay this is something huh yeah exactly um I I look at guys and girls as guys and girls and you're probably saying to yourself okay what does that mean I when I see a girl certain biological yeah, boobs, vagina, there you go. Yep. Dude stands up to pee in the urinal room or sits down as a dick. That's a dude. Yep. This notion that you can identify yourself as a woman but still have your dick. <laughs> right. And participate in sports. In not only sports, but female sports. Yeah. Which I think is more the definitely the topic of anything. Is yeah, this. and so you know, Rich, is, like I said, as you had brought this up, you know, you had mentioned you know Leah Thomas, for example. Yes. Okay, so I'm pulling up, uh, so I'm looking at an article here from the New York Times mm-hmm. back in May of 2022, and it talks about Leah Thompson identifying as a trans 
gender woman, but yet no change, not going through the change. It's it's just my identity mm-hmm. as a transgender woman. You know, and you had quoted his statistics of where he was at in the as a male swimmer yes. from a ranking perspective. He was what in the high twos. Yeah, so as apparently, a, um, according uh, in swimming or so, probably the same thing they do. I have a track and different things like that. That um, uh, you have individual swimmers are actually ranked to where so from one straight on down. And apparently, according to this, uh, Leah Thomas, uh, when as a male, you know, was around the two sixties of ranked in the entire nation. And apparently, once deciding to make that transition to a woman. He went from 260-something as a male to being the number one female swimmer in the country. Yeah, see, that's a... a... So does he suck at male swimming? And that's why he switched to saying, I'm a woman, therefore I'm going (laughs) to participate in female swimming and, and, and better? I mean, I don't... I feel like the everything boils down to at this day and age to your identity and biological sex. I mean, you're a guy. Right. You know, you may feel like on the inside you're a woman and stuff, but physically you're a guy. Right. Yeah. Are, are you telling me that that feeling that you have on the inside is so profound that I just have to go compete in female sports versus male sports mm-hmm. to, I don't know, feel like a sense of success, feel like you're worse. On, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, it's, I'm, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around. You came into this world, you're in the hospital, sex, female, you're identified by the people as female, but yet, you want to either you're going to go the other way and participate in a male sport, saying I'm a male, even though you have all the female characteristics. Or in this example, Leah Thompson, for all intents and purposes, is a guy, but says I identify more with the women, therefore I should participate in women's sports. Yeah, I. You know, this is this is a situation where you know I I I, I work with a lot of. Uh, uh, ladies who are either current or former athletes, and you know they they brought this. Uh, I've asked them their honest opinion about it, and looking at what situations have gone have gone on uh, regarding this, and uh, a lot of a lot of what I've been hearing, where it's just not only just confusion, but it's also been just kind of some people have actually said to be insulting. You know, uh, I actually was listening to. Uh, the situation going on, um, as some of you guys might know it, uh, Riley Gaines. Riley Gaines is a former swimmer for the University of Kentucky who happened to compete against Leah Thomas. And for those of you guys who might not know across the world, um, there was a situation where I think this really came, um, it was already a national news story, but I think it became more of a national news story once the NCAA was holding their swimming national championships. And uh, Leah Thomas and Riley Gaines were actually in the final for that particular race. And what maybe some of you guys don't know if you haven't heard it uh, is that apparently both 
Leah Thomas and Riley Gaines had actually tied in when it came to time where they actually tied for first place. But the way it has been explained by uh, Mrs. Gaines, who is a biological female, and also uh, she was told that when it came to them standing on the podium that they were going to give the award to Leah Thomas and actually mail her her award showing that she finished first place, which turns out she actually had to stand on the second place podium while this is happening. Actually, Tim and I, we just got done seeing a picture of this going on. And it was like, wait, what? It's like, so it's not like it is like 0.0001 something percent that Thomas won. It's just the fact that the question you start asking is, is this just so we can do some type of social justice move, you know, to show that, you know, the NCAA is woke? Or, I mean, what what is that? You know, so that just didn't make any sense at all. So I guess what sparked this, right, so back um, in January, um, the university, uh, or Princeton University uh, female swim team, uh, met with uh, the Ivy League Athletic Conference, the, the executive director, a Robin Harris, and pretty much just vented out their overarching frustration with watching Leah Thomas beat Olympians and breaking the record. Which, by the way, guys, uh, Leah Thompson is representing the University of Pennsylvania, which is a conference member with Princeton in the Ivy League. And so... Um, you know, this, the Princeton University swim team, they described the meeting um, as highlighting all the biological advantages that Leah Thomas has as a male. And we're speaking, and this is purely from a physiological, biological perspective. Right, muscle fiber being completely different mm-hmm. um, in a male than female. Right, um, you know, at that level, and you know, their collective thought was, you know, to ignore their complaints, you know, goes against a half century of fighting for female equality in sports. How are you fighting for female equality in sports when there are females actually complaining that there is no equality in their sport. Well, but I think this is from a transgender perspective. Oh, here we go. Got got it. Right. So you've got this the female swim team saying, hey, we've got this transgender person in here. We're doing our best to fight for our own rights and equality as females in female-driven sports. And now we've got this transgender individual who's a male who was coming over to our and is just beating everybody. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is that this isn't just complaints were from the University of Princeton. I mean, I've also heard that there were many complaints from actual teammates of Thomas who said flat out they've had situations where they've gone, they've been in the locker room and he's, she walked around you know so with genitalia out and 
obviously I can. Her dick was out. She's yeah, walking around. Yeah, yeah, dick is out. Yeah, you know, in the locker room. Yeah, you, 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 you were literally the big swinging dick. Yeah, in the locker room. Right. <laughs> so exactly. and uh, and yeah, and this is just going on, and it's like okay, and they've had, if we want to understand, uh, his teammates had complained to the athletic director at the University of Pennsylvania, saying like, this isn't something that we want. We feel we we feel uncomfortable. It's just not good, and. My impression is that they just pretty much ignored the girls. They just ignored them. It's almost like you know, okay, you know, this this is what we have to do, and you know, I mean, it's uh, it's shocking. It's really, really shocking. So I guess it's be- almost become a cultural war, in a sense, in female athletics. I would agree with that. Yeah, because I know you were asking a question earlier uh, in regards to. You know, do you think that this is just all about a trans thing, or is this a thing about trans? being in sports and i think it's more the latter than the former as of right now just because we're seeing so many situations that are going on and obviously with the whole thing with uh riley Gaines or so having basically being attacked um at a speech where she was giving for promoting protecting women's sports were in of all cities the cities being san francisco and also, and I mean, they had to escort her in while she was in tears. They had to escort her because the people who were heckling her were calling her names and throwing whatever, you know, all this different stuff where it was a video that went viral. And, all, and uh, it's just really, really shocking where you have somebody who has the courage enough to stand in a city, you know, uh, that's known for promoting, you know, that type of lifestyle or whatever. So, hey, to each his own, you know, not, you know, Tim and I, hey, you know, we all feel, we both feel, we would agree and definitely say it's like, you know, we. We don't care what you do in your bedroom. That's perfectly fine. But right. you know, we're talking about the topic of there being women's sports should be protected. And so, you know, if it's not just the athletes themselves, it's also dealing with the coaches. You know, um, imagine the coaches are out there where so let's go even let's go down to the lowest level of there being high school. You know, you have high school tryouts and you know, you have safe for softball. And for some reason, or so you have, you know, Arnold and everything that now wants to be Angela, and he's he's competing against Patty, who's playing third base. Patty just happens to be a better third baseman for the softball team than you know now Arnold, who's now Angela. And all of a sudden, it's like there's a lawsuit. It's automatically going like, oh well, you didn't pick her or him or so because or it or it yeah yeah exactly <laughs> or it because you know oh because I'm trans in there so that's why you didn't pick me. It's like. No, she was a better third baseman at it than you were. And also, so what's the problem? So now you're going to have all these these lawsuits nationally and also that as soon as a trans kid, you know, doesn't get or go one step further and also like, you know, oh, you didn't pick, yeah, I didn't get the job and everything because I was trans and they're like that. It's like, fucker, nobody even saw you. It's like, you know, where do you get that from? Right. So, would, like, you, so would you say that there are, we're on a collision course two different principles coming together. You know, the hard, I would say, you know, what we, what we would call the hard right fought for women to compete in high school, college, and pro sports versus a swelling movement to allow cha- transgender athletes to compete in their chosen sport based on gender identity. Uh, you know, I go back. Or to, is this, just, or is this just a, a ridiculous fad? It, it, it is, is this just flat out nonsense? You know, I heard somebody, uh, another podcaster, say on another show, and he he mentioned something to the extent he says, you know, this isn't transgender, this is trend gender, and that you know, just 
dealing with this going on right now. I mean, it's just, I, I don't know, man. I, I think it's, it's just a, a thing of the people that, the, the people who are for it and they want to talk about they're saying that this is all, you know, you, you know, people out there are being transphobic. And I think what they need to understand is that people who might be against uh, trans athletes competing in women's sports, they need to clearly understand, and definitely viewers, I want you to let you know people know if you happen to have discussion with people like that. So people who are against trans being able to compete in women's sports have no issue if they decide to come up saying like, okay, we're going to have a trans division, okay? And so in other words, where so if you have boys who were competing, boys and girls were and have that, that's an equal playing field because just like you had discussed earlier, Tim, it's like, you know, we're dealing with different types of muscle bellies, you know, the amount of oxygen to wear so a man can take in in comparison to a woman to wear in athletic uh, activities and stuff. There's a difference in that. So it can't be one of these things that, well, I still want to compete as a woman like that. No, we can't have feels before reals. The reality is that we're trying to deal with science that shows this is what's going on. So, you know, I know one of the first stories I ever heard was about a girl. I think she was like a top five track star in Connecticut. And I think uh, she had finished second or third, I think, the year before. And I guess it was going to be her senior year. And it turns out where this boy, who I guess was a mediocre track star as a boy, decided that he's going to become a girl. And I guess she had found out. And I remember here seeing the article. And in fact, well, guys, I definitely want to start, you know, getting a couple more uh, sound bites in there. Because you guys can, can hear some of the documentations and uh, audio that we've been hearing from. So we'll be able to play it online, uh, be on air. Uh, but basically, the, the mother said that uh, her daughter came to her, and, she, and I'm paraphrasing her, basically saying, it's like, you know, um, Mom, you know, I'm going to be going against that bo the boy. And she was like, yeah, you know, honey, I just want to go. And she says, Mom, I'm not going to win. Why am I even trying? And she said, the mother said it broke her heart. So she know how much work the kid was putting into trying to get back to their state championship and everything like that. But the kid knew she had no shot at all. You know, so I saw a situation um, myself where a couple of videos of people have shown away. So I saw one kid um, running the 100-meter dash and everything. So, and I think the kid who was the uh, trans boy wants to become a girl, I mean, I think they were doing like the 100 or 110-meter hurdles and also, and I mean, I don't think the girls took four steps before he was at the hurdle, the first hurdle. I mean, it's like, what are you expecting? I, I, I. It's it's just it's phenomenal where to, to think that they want to go ahead and justify that and say that no you know so like uh I think you you happen to find some information and everything so about somebody's response to yeah so everybody knows who Caitlyn Jenner is if yes. you don't then you know quick re uh, recap here uh, Bruce Jenner uh, famous uh, Olympic gold athlete was on the cover of Wheaties. You know, won the gold in 76, right? Uh, I guess for the longest time, Caitlin was inside, but he either ignored it, suppressed it, or whatever, and then finally uh, Caitlin comes out. And now Bruce is now Caitlin Jenner, mm -hmm. right? That's the quick, dirty reader's digester. So, uh, and if you didn't know, Caitlin Jenner has been an advocate for protecting women's sports as it relates to transgender athletes participating in women's sports. Mm -hmm. So 
um, there was, you know, you had mentioned Riley Gaines. And so Caitlyn Jenner had tweeted, um, this was, uh, it was pretty recent, March 14, 2023. And the tweet reads, protect women's sports. This person should not be competing with young women slash girls. This is beyond unfair. Riley Gaines, who I believe is the... University, yeah, University the, of Kentucky's uh, former University of Kentucky is swimmer. the uh, you're right is um, you know put this you know this tweet against what um, was being said and Massachusetts girls high school track and field state championship a few weeks ago can you guess which is the male Chloe's message to the girls he beat who protested his inclusion deal with it just deal with it. Wow. Deal with it, just deal with it. I I find that very unbelievable and also I I've discussed again, I've discussed this with sev- with several ladies and kind of gotten their um opinion on the whole thing and also and you know what, I came up with a radical idea and actually somebody told me that, but you know, this is just kind of how I feel about it. If there are anybody out there, if if you are if you are a parent of a child or so of a girl who's doing the sports, whether it's track or swim or anything like that or so, if this is a problem for you, I think the best thing where and it's a problem for your for your daughter and your daughter's not liking this and also my statement would be this and I've I've put this out on Twitter and everything like that so and I've actually got some pretty good positive feedback about it and also but. Pretty much, you know, and this is just my opinion. This is Rich's opinion, and also it's nobody else's. You know, but my opinion is this. If your kid is going to be competing in track, and they're there at the starting line, and you have to compete against somebody because the state is forcing you, forcing your child to be able to be dominated or by a trans male who now becomes a female, it's like my response would be, don't move. So let's clarify. When you say transgender are you saying someone who identifies as a transgender female or has actually gone through the full change? The former. Okay, so someone who just so another Leah Thomas basically. Yes. Exactly. That that would be my that would be my statement and also that could take be able to say if your kid is there on the starting line and it's something to wear itself to show a true protest of this, don't move. Okay, so you're saying if you're go- if you if you're going to protest it, don't move. Yeah. But what if they decide they still want to... I mean, to each his own. To compete and, yeah. and say, you know what, I think I can beat this, you know, this supposed I mean, a transgender person. No, I'm only talking to the people out there so who truly who truly believe what, this is not fair, who truly who truly care about, okay. about women's sports. And also because, you know, that if you are a person where that you really, you really disapprove what's going on, you just don't move. Now, if there's people out there, there are girls out there who still want to go ahead, you know, when the gun goes off or whatever case may be or so and, and actually, you know, jump into the pool. Great. I mean, that's perfectly fine. You have the right to be able to do that. But what I'm talking to is those people out there just say, don't move. It's like, you know, because what's going to happen is. If you have enough of them where they're just uh, enough of them where they're actually winning the races and it kind of goes like, wait, none of the girls are competing. Something has to be done because there's no way on the planet where a situation like that 
happening dozens and dozens of times across this nation is not going to be noticed. It would have to be noticed. There's no way you're going to have news networks where so take whether they're for that or against it are not going to report on that. And also we have talking heads all over this country that sit there and they talk for hours and hours and hours about a subject. You honestly think if you had dozens and thousands and hundreds of girls who are competing in track and fields like that all of a sudden don't move, that that's not going to grab somebody's attention, either, even if it's from the local affiliates going straight up the chain towards, towards um, uh, national cable networks, global cable networks. There's no way that's not going to happen. All right, so where does discrimination fit in at that point? Is it a protest or is it discrimination against transgender women? I don't, it's like, I think it's or just... Tr- transgender, how about that? No, no, I just think, like I said, we're talking about specifically the situation of dealing with sports. Okay. All right, so like I said, there's people out there, it's like, you know, if that's what you want to do, that's your own person, I understand that. And also, but if we're talking about the protection of sports, okay, then this is something we need to do. Because, you know, for those of you guys who don't know right now, we're in the midst of where of the 50-year anniversary of Title IX that actually protects women's sports. And right now, you have the NCAA, where who's supposed to be upholding this this uh, uh, this Title IX, and they're not doing it. Obviously, we saw that's true because Leah Thompson is considered the national champion. Right. So, with that in mind, it's just you know, I it, it just boggles my mind. Where when you were saying the statement earlier, how they're saying it's like you know we're trying to make everything for equality in women's sports. Really? How are you making that equality when the science shows where there's going to be something completely different that's going to happen? You know, so biologically, it just doesn't make any sense. So that would be my thing. Like I said, I'm not speaking for Tim. I'm only speaking for myself. And also, that's what I would say to parents like that saying, like, don't move. You can make a choice to move if you want to. And also, but I think if there's going to be a standpoint, there has to be that. We just got done two days ago. So dealing with the situation that was going on, what was it in? Um, was it in Kentucky or something like that? And all of a sudden, you had hundreds of people going down protesting or so at the state hall and like that. Okay, that's, I mean, nobody seems to have a problem with that. I feel like the bigger issue at this point, Mm -hmm. I mean, whether you want to protest or whether you want to compete, right? That's your own business. You do your own thing. I agree. Um, But I think, I feel like what gender and biology mean, I feel like it's being, it's trying to be rewritten. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. You, right. You've written down something on a piece of paper and you don't like it. You erase it and you rewrite. You write it's over and over. Mm-hmm. You're rewriting something. Right. I feel like society's lost their mind on what gender and biology when it comes to humans is. Right. See, and, the thing and, I, is, and I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, see, and the thing is that, you know, if it's not just dealing with, OK, I feel like well, we have we have. Other weird things like, you know, like I said, me being black is like that. I mean, you have people out there who are white that says I'm transracial. I might be white, but I recognize myself and see myself more as a black person. Okay. So heading down that road, we, you know, those surveys we did yes. a couple of weeks back. Yeah. I think, guys, that was like what? Well, I think it was episode three. I think right. we did that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, one, of, I've, one of the surveys I took, it told me that, uh, I was mildly white. <laughs> so if if you and I had never met, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden we're sitting at a bar, and I said, and you had made something about, a comment about the black community, and I said to you, you know, I can identify with that. Mm-hmm. 
And I didn't tell you that I took this survey, not that this survey all of a sudden validates that I can say that I just joined a much larger community because I'm now part of the black community, right? But if I just said that, what, I mean, what's going to go through your head? Huh? That's probably what's going to go through my head. Like, I can fully look at you and go like, okay, this is a Caucasian American. It's like, so how is he going to sit there and say, oh, I can totally identify because I identify as a black person being transracial. You're like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) No, but I mean, but right. And then, so then if I threw in, I took this survey and it said I'm mildly white. Oh, so I'm just supposed to go for it. Uh, But people, (laughs) but uh, apparently it's happening today in female sports. No, but you're, but you're right. But you see, that goes back to what I said. It's like, you know, we got all this, this feels before reels. I sat there watched uh was a couple weeks ago about a girl that made some video and everything who says she is a hawk who's trapped in a human body. So she identifies more as a hawk. I had somebody say the other day, what is it? What, what is this with this phrase? Have you ever heard that phrase called the furry? To what? A fr- yeah. It's like, yeah, a furry okay. what's like uh people so I've I, heard the term furry, but uh, I'm not sure. Sounds like some kinky shit? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, no. So, so I know of a teacher who said that there are uh, there are kids, I guess, in her where they started putting down like kitty litter boxes in the bathroom because they recognize themselves as a cat, and they uh, literally know this one person. Oh, I'm not making this up, man. <laughs> like, I hope to God and, you're making this no, up right no, now, dude. I got a shirt that says I make stuff up, and I am not wearing it right now. Oh shit. <laughs> It's like, See, these are the type of people. Just please get on the next rocket ship to Mars, and then just get out halfway there. Right. I mean, and apparently the person had told me where this person goes around wearing little cat ears on their head, and they meow as they go through the hallway. Yeah. No. No. I'm just gonna. So uh, you can no. see how deep this rabbit hole can go. Where. I, there was another one I heard. Was it somebody says they they see themselves as uh, it was like trans handicap or something like that? So they literally cut off their hand war because they recognize themselves more as a handicapped person. Remind you, this person has all all of their extremities, but because minus of what they just cut off. Yeah, now it's like, but because they see themselves more as a person who has a disability, and I just think that's just. That's just so disrespectful. Dude, that's just fucked up. That's that, what that yeah, is. that that that's a whole new level of fucked up. <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah. that they were willing to do that. And it's like, what's wrong with you? So so then what is your thoughts on the Biden administration wanting to um, put together a proposal um, that schools and colleges across the U.S. from it can't enact outright bans on transgender athletes competing in sports? I think it'd be the end of uh, it's the end of female sports. That's what I think. I think it's the end of female sports. And also... Because there's the potential to create its own loopholes to discriminate? Or you're just saying contradicting contradicting Title IX, that would probably be the end of female sports. Yeah, I would say I would say the latter. It would definitely be the end of female sports. Where So you're going to find more and more girls or so that, that will decide not to compete where if they're just those competitive type of athletes where that just they they won't be just like what what's the point you know so if you're going to have records were owned by on the men's side 
and by, owned by men on the men's side and the female side, you know, what's the point? Where do they stand? And also, why do we even, at that point, why do we even have Title IX? What's the, I mean, it just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. And so, to me, I think this law that the Biden administration wants to put together is another slap in the face, which, by the way, guys, where if you don't know, the first bill he signed on day three of his presidency was a bill similar to this, basically saying that, you know, male uh, males who are transgender can actually compete in female sports. It literally was the first bill he put he put together. Look it up. Well, that, I mean, it, that, okay, to pile on that point, then, sure. as, as we're talking about this, um, it seems as if males are identifying as women and wanting to play female sports. But I have yet to find an example of where a female says, I'm a male and I want to go compete in male sports. Yeah. I have yet to see that myself. I mean... I see females competing in male sports. You've got, you know, teenage girls that are wanting to compete and play in high school football. Mm -hmm. Um, Annika Sorenstam. Yeah. You know. Yeah, she went out there, you know, for the PGA Tour. In the PGA Tour, played in um, in a male tournament. She didn't make the cut. But mm-hmm. she went out there and played. I, I see that happening, but I don't see women saying, I want to, I'm want. i a man, therefore I want to start competing in male sports. No, no, I, I don't think that's... I'm not saying it doesn't exist. Right. I just haven't been able to find anything that... Or at least it hasn't been reported on. Yeah, reported that says this is in fact the case. Right. No, I, as far as I know, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big sports watcher as you are, and uh, I have yet to find anything of that sort put out in sports uh, showing a female who wants to, who's now becoming a male that's now competing in in, in a male dominated it just no I have not seen that at all and quite honestly in my opinion it's like, I don't think we're ever gonna see it it's just dumb it's like I it just doesn't make any sense and also unless we go through some serious serious mad science you know type stuff. But, so what is it do you think it is today of because I see women who feel like they identify themselves as male but not in a professional sports mm-hmm. aptitude you know the lady uh, the girl that played Juno in right. The movie, right she right. clearly felt it uh, in the end she was a guy and she had you know had gotten cosmetic surgery and stuff done to make her you know embrace her her what she I would assume masculinity side and mm-hmm. she finally has said I feel comfortable in my own skin mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. do you think it's something like that is it just a fad to fit in or dudes some dudes just suck at sports and they think they'd be better in girls I mean I definitely believe in the latter and also but the former I I don't know I don't know how I feel you no know, regards that you know it, it goes back to what I said before I don't care what you in your bedroom I know there's certain people out there that's what your, you know, your your thing in. It's like I just care a lot about you know having somebody who's close to me, who uh, who partic- who's participating in sports, who coaches sports, and to see the anger, you know, who's a woman. It's like mm-hmm. you know see the anger that that they have in what's going on. It's just, I mean, it 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 just it make it, it's it's it makes you really really frustrated. And when that person's saying it's like, you know, just like I said before, this is going to, you know, they feel themselves as a coach mm-hmm. of kids, 
saying that, yeah, we, is, I truly believe it's going to be the end of women's sports. It's like, you know, it's phenomenal. But the, but the previous, yeah, I mean, that's kind of hard to, to tell from there. So. so if the Purdue center, Zach Eady, came out and said, I identify as a woman and I want to play on the Purdue women's basketball team. I, I, I mean, at seven foot four? Uh, I'm just saying. What, what? He's already averaging, what, 24-some points? What does that go to, like, 52 now? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I'm going to flat out say no on that. Yeah. That's a, that's a hard, just, just no. But I mean, it, it, and I know that's probably an extreme example, but I don't know that it's that far off from the Thomas example, to be honest with no, you. No, it's really not. I don't know that it's that much of a stretch. Yeah, it's re- it's really really not. I mean, still collegiate sports. You're still dealing with somebody who has, you know, a physio- physiological competitive advantage. So, uh, you know, I think uh, Martina Natralova said it the best. Hmm. Um, you know, she's a big uh, proponent of um, liberal and lesbian causes, and she would she argues that transgender female athletes possess insurmountable biological advantages Mm. and she goes on to say that okay you want to characterize me as a turf t-e-r-f what trans exclusionary radical feminist huh (laughs) like like what like is is there uh, just just to ask him is there somebody who just sits around all day trying to come up with like new acronyms and words and everything like that? I, it just seems like there there seems like there's a, like a group of maybe like uh, uh, like a group of pill faced kids or something like that sitting around like, hmm, what word could we come up to represent this that we don't? Know? It's like I I'd never heard of that term before, but the fact I that didn't need it till I I was reading it tonight. I mean, look at the words. I mean, they had to really think that out. Yeah, that's. I mean, that uh, took some major unwrapping some brain cells right there. But I, you know, but it, this gets back to the whole sensitive thing that we've been talking oh, about gosh. a lot, right? Overly Insist- triggered. Yeah, yeah, overly sensitive, overly triggered. You know, just all that bullshit, right? That goes with it, and you know, I think she, I, I love what she says here. She goes, "I played against taller women. I played against stronger women." And I beat them all. Mm. I mean, if that's not enough. And she says, you know, but if I face the male equivalent of a Leah in tennis, she'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. Purely based on the biology factor. Right. And, and I would not um, disagree with her on that. My question would be, that it's like, what is considered the average, the average speed of a serve in men? And what oh. is the average speed served for women's professional tennis? What I've, uh, I mean, hasn't Djokovic done something like almost like 115, 120 miles yeah, per hour I mean, on a serve? There was a uh, former ten- tennis player. What was his name? Uh, I think it was Malavia Washington, mm-hmm. he was a black tennis player. Yeah, I mean, he was getting up close to 120. Oh my gosh! On a on a first serve, I mean, it's just flat out insane. But I don't know that the you know, either Serena or Venus or uh, any of the other top female mm-hmm. tennis players 
uh 90s i don't know do, do they get Maybe. up to 80s 90s yeah, on a I, I on a we have to look it up and all but yeah i mean i was thinking something but whatever whatever the number let's, is it's gonna be much lower let's just say it's it's 80 or yeah eight, let's just say it's 80 mm-hmm. and you have a transgender you have a male that says oh i identify as a female mm-hmm. going out to play women's tennis and is serving up 105 it's serving up a hundred, right? Let's just go. We'll just leave it at a at a hundred, hundred mile an hour serve. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me you wouldn't be pissed if you had to face that. Saying no, this is yeah, just physically, just just based on the physical female form versus the male form. It 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 would literally be unfair. Guy gets more aces than the casino. Yeah, that, that's true. But so I, I mean. I think on this topic, Rich, I, I'm in the corner of if you're if you identify as a transgender female, you may have that fight internally, but now stay stay in your own sport. Get out uh, if you're a senior in college. Get out. Go through the change, live your life. You know that's cool as a female mm-hmm. or whatever. Right, right. Um, but this whole Leah Thomas horseshit uh, that I, I that's pretty much where I'm at. It's just I, I think that's ridiculous. I think it's bullshit to go from two hundred and something in the world as a male swimmer to beating Olympians and being essentially number one in female swimming. Mm-hmm. I, I just I gotta call bullshit on that. Yeah, and, and I would agree with you on that. Or it's just, again, it's because I know so many people who are either coaches or players and just hearing, you know, their their dis, uh, dissatisfaction of what's going on. Or so it's like, again, like I said, I have no problem if they decide they want to do a special division. And quite honestly, I don't even think it should be considered special. It's just like, hey, you know what? You got five athletes or trans that should be able to compete. It's like, hey, I, I think that's absolutely wrong. But the but to get to the point and everything, because everybody wants to be so social justice, i.e. woke or whatever the case may be, that you're willing to destroy women's sports and everything that they fought for through Title IX, I think that's absolutely wrong. I think, you know, women deserve to have more respect than that, you know, for... Oh, they absolutely deserve it. Yeah, I, they uh, absolutely deserve it. That's There's no disputing that whatsoever. Right, exactly. It's like, you know, they deserve it. They deserve way more respect than what than what the NCAA or any other um, organization where is giving them. And I just firmly believe, as I said again, where so that I think women who are truly about protecting women in sports need to take a stand for it and stand up and say, it's like, hey, this isn't fair. We know it's not biologically fair. And, that you know, this needs to stop. And, and that's where I stand, why I call it bullshit. Yeah, I think that's a great point because before um, finding that Martina – you know, was outspoken about transgender um, female athletes. I couldn't find anybody else that was taking that mantle outside of Caitlyn Jenner saying we need to protect. Mm-hmm. Right. So, is it females don't want to speak up because they don't want the spotlight or the attention, or mm-hmm. or what? Well, you know, it's like what they always say. It's you know, if you're in a situation, everything where you know, 
if you're not going to defend something where so it's like you know you you find yourself in a really terrible terrible spot and also because like like for me i was you know i thought a little bit earlier uh earlier in the week when we were thinking about this topic and i thought to myself like you know if they're talking about trying to do with female rights and stuff like that i can't think of something that could be even more so dealing with misogyny now here's what i mean by that it's just because a person who's considered misogynist is a person who actually hates women we have women out there that are actually trying to say hey this is not fair for us we need to be able to protect protect where so and people are putting women down so like games for defending what is considered right i don't get that you know so my question is like is that is this being able to uh like you said this one athlete sat there said just deal with it just deal with it wouldn't that be considered a way of actually showing some you know disrespect towards women yeah i'd, I'd probably say so on a certain level you know i i just i mean that's just kind of how i thought about it and uh and like i say and, and it isn't right so that's why i say i call bullshit on it so. yeah. all right unwoke nation let us know what you think transgender uh individuals and in, uh women's sports today we'd love to get your feedback you can reach us at feedback at unwoke the show.com again uh we'd love to hear your comments on this topic again it's uh, feedback at unwoke the show.com Rich, it was a pleasure as always. Man, look forward to talking to you next week. All right, guys. Hope you have a great week and also awesome job, Tim. And also we'll see you guys next week and all. Thank you for listening in and we will see you soon. Take care.